0: Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Becoming a Butterfly. Today we're going to talk about... I always say we, but actually I'm talking about it. Not you, you're listening. So today I'm going to talk about, and you're going to listen to, me talking about stigma and stereotypes. And I was going to do a separate podcast on tattoos, but I'm going to include this in this one. Because... There's so much stigma around tattoos and there's so much stereotypes around tattoos. Someone literally replied to my hinge. So I had like one of those, um, what do they call Like a prompt thing, like two truths and a lie. And it was, I love cricket, I'm half Portuguese and I have a tattoo. And someone replied, you're too posh to have a tattoo. And someone else replied, there's no chance you have a tattoo. I'm like, okay, well, I've got more than five, but cool. Anyway... Let's crack on. So, I've done it before. I did it again. I googled what these words mean. Because I was like, hmm, I'm intrigued to see what the dictionary says. dictionary says, stigma is a mark of disgrace associated with a particular circumstance, quality, or person. And in similar, there was shame, disgrace, dishonour, stain, taint, and blot. And that really shocked me. Because people always... We always say, you know, there's so much stigma around mental health, there's so much stigma around suicide, there is stigma around self-harm, around eating disorders, depression, all of these kind of things. And that definition of stigma just makes all of these things so much more negative. And I always say to people, I'm like, the more you say, you know, the more you relate stigma with these words, the more stigma there's going to be. So we just need to separate the words, you know? You've got stigma on one side over there. Let's throw it over there in a pot and let's throw mental health, depression, anxiety, OCD, tattoos, everything, in another pot. And if you were to see me, which you can't right now, thankfully, I'm literally throwing them in the air. My point is you have to to avoid stigma around these words, you have to say the words out loud, actively. And I've had a few conversations with people when I've said the words like oh, I was suicidal, or, oh, I self-harmed. And I can literally look at them in their face, and they're like, oh, oh, they're, like, freezing. They're like, oh, my God, you just said the word. And I'm like, what? Like, what the fuck? What is that response? And I do remember, to be fair, when I was kind of first recovering, I would never say anorexia. I'd never say eating disorder. I'd never say depression. I literally would be like, the D word. Or I'd be like, oh, yeah, I struggle with, like, ah. And I just couldn't say it. And it just baffles me now. I look back and I'm like, anorexia. Like, okay, I'm really sorry if this is triggering. I know some people can't say words like that, but I'm like, it is just stigmatising it. If you hear that word and you're like, I understand if you're still ill, like people are suffering from it, or it's very kind of raw and fresh, you know, like if people in your family have died from it, or friends, or you're going through it yourself. Like, I know there are so many things in it that it's difficult to hear the word and say the word and I totally appreciate that because that was me but now I've kind of recovered from it I'm like people I'm talking more like the general public you know people who haven't suffered from it whether that's personally or a friend or a family member when they respond and they're like oh my gosh like you're actually so open about it and it's like yeah that's not a negative thing you know like that should be more normalized And it's nice that people say to me, like, wow, you're so open about it. You know, it's refreshing, good for you, you know, making this podcast and being open about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, I really appreciate when people say that. And I love that. And I like to be kind of an advocate for that and speaking more openly about it. But then I'm like, I'm not going to be able to break down the stigma on my own single handedly. So we need more people like that, which leads me on to, especially in lockdown with COVID and everything, I have seen so many people be like, oh, just be kind, or you don't know what they're going through. Like, influencers, I've seen so many things on Twitter about influencers being like, you know, I'm here to be positive, you know, everybody be kind to each other. Like, Love Island, for example, there's been, what, like two or three deaths from Love Island? And then all their co-workers are like, oh, my gosh, we need to be nice to each other. And then it's like, well... You can't just say be nice to each other. You actually have to be nice to each other. Like, isn't that a funny thing, hey? You actually have to be nice to someone. You can't just say be nice or be kind. And it's the same with, like, one day you'll see... So I remember when um, when Chad, Chadwick Boseman... I think that's how you say his name, and I am really sorry if it's not. When he died, and everyone was like, oh, my gosh, you never know what people are going through. And a lot of people had commented on on his weight loss and how differently he looked um, and I think some of it was quite negative so for a day or a week everyone was like wow we have to be nice to each other you have no idea what people are going through etc etc and then literally the next week I was seeing the same people slate like other famous people or talk badly about their friends and I'm like well, what is this you know we're literally you're just being stereotypical sorry you're being hypocritical not stereotypical um, and that kind of be kind is the same you can't just be like oh let's be kind but then go about your daily life to, in order to improve things and get over stigma and things you have to actually act on your words so that's the same you know and I'm like you can't just say to me like oh good for you for being so open it's like okay say that to me and I appreciate it but then also take what I've done and then go and be open about it when you're talking to other people kind of what I'm trying to get across but I'm not doing it very well um what else was I going to say oh yeah add it to your conversations so that basically just leads off from what exactly what I've just said take what kind of I'm doing and what I'm talking about and then go and add it to your conversations with other people and again we're going to I understand that people who've been through it themselves and who have struggled personally or who are still struggling this might be triggering for you and I'm really sorry if it is please stop listening um And I understand that p- some people genuinely really struggle to talk about things, which I understand because, again, I did for, like, eight years of my life. But doing this podcast has been so fucking empowering for me. And talking about things has been such a weight off my shoulders because I'm like, I have nothing to hide. I am an open book. Ask me any questions. I will give you any answers. And that is genuinely how I feel about anything in my life. Like, if you want to know something, I'm just going to go out and tell you because oh, I just, like... I don't have anything to like. I just don't have anything to hide, um, and that this is not this podcast. Oh, I feel like it's been a bit of a disaster already. But it's not to be like, oh, look at me, like aspire to be like me, or you're shit because you can't share things. Like I am not saying that. I understand we all have secrets. I understand we all aren't an open book, and that is fine. Like we're introverts, we're extroverts. You do you. Again, I've said it so many times. I don't really care how people live their lives as long as they let me live mine how I want to live it. But I'm just trying to say, like, in order to get over stigma, we all have to actively do things together. It has to be active. It can't be reactive and it can't be... I can't remember what the word is. Um, It has to be proactive, you know? We have to actively go out and you have to engage in conversations about things, um, whether it's mental health, physical health, anything. And you also then have to carry on what you've said in those conversations and take it further. Like, Black Lives Matter, for example... I really did not... I didn't even know what Black... I understand... Sorry, I understood, like, it was a movement, but I didn't understand, kind of, like, why it was a movement or, kind of, the effects that... um, I don't know how to phrase this. I just didn't understand much about, like, the movement, and I didn't really understand, kind of, what was going on all around the world. So I kind of did a lot of research, you know. I watched a few documentaries and movies and things. I actually put together, a little like, notes on my Facebook for the people because I was like... I have learned so much in a week from being proactive and and engaging in conversations with people um, learning things myself. And that's kind of what I'm saying. You know, this stigma is not just about I'm not talking on this podcast about the stigma of mental health. I'm literally talking about everything, like even people going to prison, you know, and then coming out and being rehabbed. Like, good for you. If that's a thing you can do, obviously, depending on the crime. like, oh, my gosh, that was a wild thing for me to say. But you know where I'm kind of getting to. Anyway, um, and when I was talking about at the start stigma with like tattoos and things, I just, I actually don't understand it. I want to say like, oh, I kind of understand, you know, like it's definitely a generational thing. I feel like my generation is, oh my God, I sound so old saying that I'm literally 23. But people like I grew up with and stuff are very much just like, cool, like it's a tattoo, cool, it doesn't have to mean anything. Whereas like older people like my parents, for example... A very like, oh my gosh, a tattoo, ooh, like, why would you draw on yourself, that kind of thing, and do you know what, at first, when I first got my, first four I got, I'm like, they all have a, like, deep meaning, actually, first three had, like, deep meaning, the fourth one was like, it's got a bit of meaning, but it's not loads, and then the other three that I got, I'm like, they do all have meaning, but, like, they don't have to have meaning, so, like, one is, like, I'm a Gemini, so I got the Gemini star sign, it's like that doesn't really have like a deep meaning as opposed to my butterfly tattoo which has like a very deep meaning um, and this is a thing you know it's like just break it down you go into an office and they're like someone's like oh you're not going to get hired with tattoos on your fingers I'm like well I'm sorry but how is that offensive like what, what, what's wrong with that like someone please explain to me what is wrong with having a tattoo on your finger or on your wrist or on your arm or anywhere literally anywhere I'm like, why? What is wrong with this, please? Someone please tell me. And that goes again with the stereotypes, you know. I've had friends or family who've been like, oh, people with tattoos, you know, they're like rough and rough places, not brought up well, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Literally, what the fuck? It's like that guy who said to me, I'm too posh to have a tattoo. I'm like, what? Like, that does not even make sense. And again, stereotypes with like mental health, for example, I've talked about before when I had depression. Um, I hate saying when I had depression because I'm like, I don't think you're ever fully over it. But when I was like in the depths of depression um, and eating disorders, both of them, I was like, I have to live up to the stereotype of being like the anorexic girl. So I was like, I can't eat food because I'm known as the anorexic friend or the anorexic family member. Or I can't smile or I can't laugh because I'm the depressed one in this friendship group or I'm the depressed one in this family. And I was like, I'm a fraud if I go against those stereotypes and that's such a difficult thing because again that adds to the stigma you know it's like you're living up to these labels and then yeah it's for me anyway in terms of like mental health and things stigma and stereotyping kind of does come hand in hand because stereotyping patients so mental health patients or groups of people um, like on an eating disorder board, for example if you stereotype them that's adding to the stigma of it so people stereotype anorexics as underweight, skinny, malnutritioned this, that and the other and then that adds to the stigma when you see someone who fits that profile you're like oh they're anorexic, it's like mm, maybe, maybe not, maybe they've got some other health issues or maybe they're just naturally really skinny also that stereotype is wrong I know people with eating disorders and anorexia who aren't underweight, aren't skinny aren't malnutritioned same with bulimia, people are like, oh, they're pale, um, I've actually heard like, oh, they're overweight, because they're binging, and then bulimic, and this, that, and the other, when I was bulimic, I literally looked, I looked like I was healthy, I looked healthy in every single way on the outside, I wasn't fucking healthy on the inside, and again, adds to the stigma, because you're like, "Oh, they fit the profile, we're not going to talk to them, or we're not going to talk about them, you know, that kind of thing, um, and I feel like I'm going on a bit of a rant and if you saw me you know hands flying over a bit of attitude in the face and this has just been kind of like a quick ramble but I basically just wanted to put something out there to say like stigma is such a massive barrier when it comes to mental health you know you break a leg there is no stigma about breaking your leg you get told you're depressed there is so much stigma it's like oh my gosh you're so negative like i don't want to hang out with you you have to go on antidepressants um antidepressants are going to make you go psycho like this that and the other and it's like no 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 and no just if you know someone who's been told they're depressed or is just depressed like they don't even need to be told i'm adding to the stigma now being like you have to be told you're depressed no you don't like you can be depressed without being told you're depressed by a fucking GP. Um, But what I'm trying to say is, like, when you know someone who is depressed or has an eating disorder or has anxiety or is suicidal or does self-harm or whatever, or gets a tattoo, like, don't kind of react in a hostile way and don't react in a way that, like, is the stereotypical way to react, if that makes sense. I don't really know if that makes sense, but what I'm trying to say is just be a bit more open When people talk about it, you know, let them come to you and listen. Listening is a massive thing that I'm going to say breaks down stigma and breaks down stereotypes. Listen to what people have to say about their own personal experiences um, and listen to what they say, like maybe why they've acted in some way or what that action has done or that occurrence. Like you're listening to my podcast, you know, listening to my podcast is breaking down the stigma and stopping the stereotypes of things a lot of people say that, you know, when you've gone through mental health, like, you're always kind of not not okay. There's always issues. And I'm like, I don't necessarily believe that. But personally, I'm like, yeah, I do have, like, down days and things. And I'll never kind of... I'm still not over kind of a rocky relationship with food at times. And I do think that's influenced by my history. But it's not impossible to get over things completely. Like, I know people who have. and good for them. Um... All this creaking, sorry, is the chair, it's very creaky. But yeah, so like I say, I feel like I've gone on a bit of a ramble for 15 minutes. Um and I don't really have like heaps to say. I just kind of wanted to get something out there and be like, mainly thanks for listening, um, and thanks for kind of being open to what I have to say. Um and also like the messages I get, amazing. But just don't and like kind of carry that on, please. And I, again like I say, I completely understand people find it hard, people listen to this. Um, I know people listen to this who struggle themselves and don't want to talk about it, don't feel like they have kind of good family support or friend support. Um, they haven't had the kind of health care that I've had. I understand that. I understand I've had kind of a very lucky experience with it all, despite it being so long and tiring and whatever. Um, and I understand that I am one of the kind of the, I don't know, I feel like I've, had a very positive change um so that I'm so a- I'm able to be so kind of open about it so listening to this is without doing anything you're you're kind of get you're getting there so thank you very much um but yeah in order to break down the stereotypes don't just don't talk badly about people just be open just accept that that's what they want to do with your their life it's not affecting your life just let it be and the same with stigma like if someone's open about things appreciate that they're open Go and share it with other people. Or if you don't want to share it, just kind of listen and let it be. You know, you don't have to respond to things. You don't have to ask answer back. You don't have to give your opinion on everything. Let other people do what they want to do. And you do what you want to do. And over time, let's pray that stigma and stereotypes are lessened, lowered. I don't really know. But yeah. Thank you for listening to my little rant and ramble if you liked it please go rate and review on apple pods and listen on any channel you would like to and have a lovely day